Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm just ducky. It's a ducky day. Ducky baby. Yes, ducky. It it's a good day today. Yeah, it is. We're one day later than usual. Yeah. We're Friday afternoon taping instead of Thursday. So all this is fresher. Yeah, so it's even more so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. So um, what were you doing this past week? Anything exciting? No, well, busy, you know, doing lots of little things, but... Um, no, I mean, Mother's Day was Sunday, so we had a very busy day. It was a nice day. And we went to my sister's, and my sister Barbara had all of us. There were 11 of us. Johnny Lucas was in the house. Johnny Lucas, he's in there laughing. Yeah. Yeah, you said that before. Johnny, you, did you have yeah. fun? Did you, was everything delicious? Your steak that you requested? I yeah, just okay. want you to know the first thing he said to me when I walked in here was, I had a fabulous dinner on uh, Sunday. Yeah, he did. We had a lot of fun. Barbara made <laughs> lobster for all of us, but Johnny said, well, you know, I don't really like lobster. Okay, Johnny, well, steak. So Barbara <laughs> made steak, uh, tenderloin, and... That's um, amazing. Yeah, and the lobster, and it was delicious. It Really, it was a great night. It was, you know, it's, it's always nice when the sun is still out while you're eating, and it was nice day. So it just, it really was a beautiful day. My kids were not with me, but they're in spirit. Mm-hmm. And I got beautiful cards from each of my boys that mm-hmm. made me, each one of them made me cry. Because I'm each sure. of them yes. picked out beautiful cards. And then after the beautiful words written in the cards, they wrote their own sentiments, which I think is That's a lovely nice. thing. So I was very proud and very weepy. All week I've been like weepy. I cry over everything <laughs> this week. I don't know what it is. I just was telling someone a couple stories and I'm like, I've been crying all week. <laughs> so it's just been Who knows? and I don't know it's just but everything just makes me you know tear I'm watching a TV commercial a show I, did you watch the show speaking of Downward Dog the new show that's no, on no I have you, not seen you it you have got to see it okay I will I, I remember the ads for I watched it. it the other day and I cried at that show too like a crazy you cried like, oh. because it was sad or yeah, well, cried no, because, because it was poignant. It was, vi- oh, okay. yeah, it was it's a great show because okay. it comes from the dog's perspective yeah. yet this girl's trying to live her life yes and take care of an animal and it makes you the dog talks like it looks at him its mouth is moving and, and there's a voiceover of, of course uh-huh. of the dog and 
it's hysterical how they get in trouble, how they <laughs> love you no matter what, how he says, I just can't give her up. Like, he just <laughs> loves her so much. So it, it's a wonderful show. One, I only saw the one, and I think uh, it was the first one, but I absolutely, if you can, like, DV, Google, but not Google, yeah, go but back is, to um, um, On Demand. On Demand, that's yes. the word. Okay. It's so good. So watch I that. Will. But yeah, so all of those things, like goofy things, were just. Was that the first one? I think this it was week? the first one, because okay. then they said it at its regular time and whenever that's going oh, to be. Okay. And I don't even know which station it's on. I can't even remember if it's NBC or ABC. I don't oh, know. I'll but find it. Downward Dog. And of course, that's a yoga position, which I love too. So. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I talked to my love, Erin Malloy, who teaches yoga. That's speaking she does? of that. I didn't yeah, know she she's did a yoga that. instructor as, as well as the many millions of things she does. I know. And she, I said, Erin, I really want to start doing yoga. It's always been something I want to do, but I have, you know, with my knees a little off. So she said, we can help, we, we can figure it out. So I am going to slowly start getting into into that because I think that's what I need more calming than the craziness I think I'll spin too a little bit more less than I did but I'll I want to start doing a little bit more so we'll we'll see how how it all works out okay that's good. But so where I saw Aaron Malloy was at Katie Gilmartin's victory party on Tuesday night at Morgan's. How about her? How she about got her? the most votes uh -huh. of everybody? First time out. I yep. think that's fabulous. I, I'm so I was, proud of her. I was too. I, and you know, and you know, you read all the posts of people. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I guess one post had said you're about to get junior leagued because of the junior league oh. connection. And so oh. we now that's our line now. I say Katie. They don't know, but they're going to get junior leagued. Because the junior league was out in force to help her. Oh, good. It was, and she just did a wonderful job. I'm just so proud of her. Her parents are thrilled. Um, she's just a great kid, and I'm just so happy. So that was yay on that end. I am, And, of too. course, um, you know, everybody who did their thing will know soon about nibs because right now um today as we speak they're recounting and he was only down by three votes what yes he lost by three votes as of the tuesday today is the now I, you're hearing this so you wow. may it's probably now you're going to know because you're going to hear this on saturday i'm sure it's already out there but i don't like who who actually won so i don't know what's happening well there. so much for the theory that it makes no difference what my vote is for because absolutely my vote doesn't count absolutely yeah, how about that, that? How about that? Yeah. Sorry, Lynn. My phone was on. That's crazy. You know who that is? My brother Timmy called me from Florida. All right. Don't worry, I won't answer. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and I talked to him, and I just love Nibs. And the, the big thing is that landfill. Yes. That's the big thing. It's mm -hmm. the, the friends of Lackawanna who this guy says he's in, not in favor of the expansion, and so people jumped on his bandwagon. I don't know anything about him. I don't know him. Um, I don't know anything what he stands for. I just, until I know, I. but Nibs is my buddy and he's been wonderful. And as I always think that Dunmore has always run since I'm around like a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, I'm heartbroken because um, Nibs is, I love him. He's a great guy. And things, you know, it happens in any election. You have controversy no matter what. So yeah. that's just what it is. Well, I think the one really controversial race was the one with uh, the DA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, the results of that really astonished me because I really thought that um, Shane Scanlon would have won only because of the fact that the, uh, all the judges had put him there in the first place. 
So I was kind of thinking that that might be um, enough of a push for him to get in, but apparently the people of Lackawanna County felt differently. Mm-hmm. Well, full disclosure, Gene is a very dear friend of mine, and I love him. He's always mm-hmm. been good to me as a friend. I've never, I thank God that's all I had to know him as. <laughs> and he and his, his wife, Laura, is on the Commission for Women, and I got to know them there. And um, I, I, they, they're wonderful people. Um, and I never heard anything a, a poor about him in his position. I never did. He's been a wonderful, as I said, to me, that's all I know. I don't know the other end of it. But um, I will say that only only recently I've met Shane Scanlon. He did. He spoke for me at a commission for women um, uh, a panel on um, opioid abuse. Mm-hmm. And he I got to know him a little bit by me talking a couple times and he could not have been a nicer man. Again, nothing about what he does. Uh, this I'm only coming from purely of personality, personality. But Gene is my uh, guy. He's always he's yeah. been. And of course, I love Mark Powell, too. I, I recently got to know him. Um, what are you going to do? Oh, what am I? Will I do? <laughs> no, Gene, I told, no, I told Mark that, you what? know, um, Gene is are a friend. He's a yeah, friend. Okay. So, right. and he's been well, a friend for a long time. That's a good thing. Yeah. But so congratulations to all who, who won mm-hmm. and, um, hopefully some who didn't can be reversed <laughs> like the mayor of Dunmore. <laughs> Uh, You were the first person uh, I thought of when I saw that. And Mm -hmm. I thought, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. Now, I wanted to go back to something you said about Mother's Day because I, you know, well, my mom passed away. It's almost two years ago. And there was always a routine since she had moved to Philadelphia to be living next door to my sister that her birthday is April 28th. And Mother's Day was always two weeks later. So we always did a combined thing where we would try to do celebrate both of them. And now I realize this year there's neither of them. Uh You know, so I I asked my sister, I said, well, what are you doing for Mother's Day? And she said, well, um, her children were taking her out to brunch and that um, there wasn't much of anything else to do because she wanted to, what she always did on Mother's Day weekend was to plant all of her flowers. Mm -hmm. And she said it couldn't do that because it was raining and it was a mess. Well, the day before it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it was kind of like a non-event. And it was really weird to me because there was so much around that time of the year. Then I met with a woman on Wednesday afternoon who said something to me about um, she has always seen Mother's Day through her mother and mother-in-law. Because that's, uh, yeah, she's always just celebrated because she's their daughter and she was always focusing on them. But she said, I realized that my kids, you know, wanted to do all kinds of things. They wanted to take me out for dinner. They bought me some gifts. They did all this kind of stuff. And she said, I'm just uncomfortable doing it because she said, I guess it's always because I've always, I know I'm their mother and I need to let them honor me. But she said, I've always thought of myself as the daughter of somebody else and not necessarily as mother. Yeah, and it's a, I can tell it's you. It's a weird from, transition. I can tell you from personal knowledge that yeah. that is the weird thing. Yeah. It is a weird, because, you know, I'm fortunate enough to still have my mother. Yes. Um, and we were together, but 
and neither one of my boys were with me. I mean, my, Sean was with his girlfriend's mom, mm-hmm. and Sean and Tommy was out in California. I don't know what who if he went to anywhere out there, but it it, it is a weird thing because you do see yourself as obligated more to be the daughter and to respect the mother than you do wanting the things from your children, yeah. wanting that recognition, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Although you know me, I demand it. <laughs> No, no, I'm kidding. Really? Oh, you're not. No, I'm not. But no, no but I, I don't. What I mean by that is, I, I oh know they God. would never. <laughs> they that know that I'm going to be where my mother is. Is my point. So yeah. it's a good thing they live on each side of the country and they have to do their own thing. And they're probably so. thinking, "Thank God." Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how it is. Hey. All righty. Well, that takes care of that one. Um, but Lucas did have a good time. I have to say, he was. Was he, he hasn't switched his name to Cadden yet, oh, which I've well. instructed him to do. Look at him in there. See, Lynn, he's, he's going like this. Johnny, block your ears. La, 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 la. He's doing it. <laughs> you know, I tell them all the time when we're at my sister's, I say, when I say things before we go on air and Johnny is like embarrassed, he puts his hand in his ears and goes, la, la, Not la. his la. hand, his fingers. His fingers in his ears and says, la, la, la. Yeah. That would be him. Oh, what can you do? I don't know. So, so we will be out tonight. Yes, we will. And then it'll be a nice evening. Yeah. I don't know if they're... I asked if they were... Um, the music started. They, uh, Mike said he doesn't think so. Friday night music? Yeah, because they have Wednesday... They usually, Russell's, have Wednesday night and Friday night music outside so you can dine al fresco. Mm-hmm. But we will be inside today because I got our little nook. Of course. I think they should just put a little plaque on I there. I think they should. Don't <laughs> I was you? thinking about that the other day. You know, there's another group that always has a reserve sign on the table At behind Scanlon. us. Oh, oh, they do? Yeah, yeah, that's The true. round table? Yeah. Okay. So I, my, my thought was, why don't we just do the same thing for us? Just have it that's automatically right. reserved on Friday right. nights. Well, it was funny because what the yeah. last time we were there, I said, yes. I thought we couldn't sit here. And he said... We saw your name, so we switched you around. Oh, like, yes! right. Okay. Thank you. Well, the time worked out because the yes. other people were there earlier, so they were able to hold it off. Oh, so good. they didn't think the people prior to us would be done before we got there, and they were, so they were able to do it. So I was like, yes. Well, that's nice. But did you, yeah. you did request the nook. Oh, I did with the yeah, booth. Okay. Yes, right. of course. You know, I did that. I did that well. well so hot tub answered. So, you know, how Mikey jumped oh, yes, behind yes, the mirror. Yes. We go, hot tub. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so a long, we'll have a good you night. cannot repeat that story on air. No, no, you cannot. Not. But anyway, all right, so I guess we'll take a quick break. Yeah. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we will be right back. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women. Available on Amazon.com. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And, and that's and it. not available. Okay. On <laughs> yes, and not available on Amazon.com. Okay, well, we know how much Laurie likes to take quizzes, so I found one that's um, actually done by the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. Mm-hmm. So some of the language in here is a little. 
Aussie and um, has some information that we may not understand so much, but we'll get around it. So are you ready, ma'am? I'm ready. Johnny, we need a drum roll. All right, here we go. Question number one out of ten. Marina is planning a holiday. We call it vacation. Yes. That will cost around $5,000. She has a new credit card with a $5,000 limit. Should Marina use her credit card to pay for the holiday and pay it off when she gets back, save for her holiday, even if it means taking it a bit later? I would pay for the holiday on the credit card. Okay. Wrong. Yeah, I know, but I would. You asked me the question. I'm being honest. It's fine. Okay. Because no one's going to save more. What? They're you not. Or, no, you can't save five thousand dollars if you need it all of a sudden uh, to and, go on a trip. And, right, and you're more likely to, if you have the funds up front, pay it off, work to pay it off, than you are to save it. That would be my philosophy. Well, you could. But anyway, That's, go ahead. Okay, so the second one is Amy lives 25 miles from work and is thinking about buying a car. She doesn't like public transportation, and it will take her the same amount of time to get to work by car as it does by train. It costs Amy $40 a week on the train, and she estimates about $70 a week to fill up a car. How much money would Amy save each year if she continues to catch the train to work instead of buying and driving a car? Well, what, 30? Choice, choices, 1500 3100 5000 Get your well, calculator. Was that a week? What was a that? Week. You said a week. A week she, it, yes. It's 40 You told, now if it's, I'm remembering. The difference is $30. Right, so it's 30 times 52, right? Yeah. So that is 1560 Okay. Ta-da. You uh, oh well, they said not quite right. No, no, because she'd spend thirty dollars more each week on gas. But this is not the only cost of owning a car. Well, that's true. But you didn't right. say that. I know they didn't. That's a stupid question. Because I was going to say you have the upkeep, you have tires, you have insurance, insurance. and you have um, the payments. So taking all that into consideration, it would cost her more 15, like $7,000 okay. a year, which is 5000 a year more than it currently costs her to catch yeah. the train. Okay. Trick question. Yeah. All right. God. Number three, Alex has just completed major home renovations, and her home is now worth 20% more than the amount it's insured for. Keywords. How much do you think it will cost to increase the amount of her home insurance? Alex will have to pay a small increase in her premium, but not as much as 20% more, or about 20% more because Alex is getting 20% more coverage. A. Yeah. That's right. Yay. Okay. Next question, number four. If Laura deposited $20 a week into a high interest savings account, with an interest rate of 4% for her newborn son. How much money would he have when he turns oh, 21? Well, now this is crazy because you're going to need a calculator to do this. Well, not even that. How rates change. So how... Well, we how have to make an assumption that, that, that it'll that be 4%. That it's 4 for 18 years? Yeah. I have no idea. All right. So Did it's 34000 27000 or 21000 Guess. What Just is guess. it again? 34, 27, or 21? 27. Okay. 
middle of the road. Actually, it's closer to 34. Right, I have no idea. Okay. We didn't know. That's a stupid question. Yeah, that too. is. I don't like All that. All right. Number five. Chloe and Grant are saving Chloe. to buy a house. So and Australian. Is it? Yeah. Are saving to buy a house and hope to have a deposit within the next five years. Where is the best place to grow their deposit? An online savings account or a managed mutual fund? Managed mutual fund. I think that was the idea. That's incorrect. <gasps> An investment in mutual funds, whether directly or through a managed fund, needs a longer investment time frame in order to ride out fluctuations in the market. And this type but of there's no money in savings. Well, so we know why that. would yeah, okay. We know well, that. But at I least guess it's I better safe. stop answering us what I think and but what it's the safe. answers are. That's the whole point. It's safe. <sighs> All right, number six, Sam bought like clothes from an American website, but when he received his credit card statement, he found an unexplained charge of $80. Can Sam get his $80 back? Well, I don't know, because what's the 80 for? Because uh, it's American and they're shipping it overseas or something? Probably yeah. conversion. Um, the, the answer is Sam should immediately contact his credit card company, report the unauthorized transaction, and ask for it to be reversed. Well, that's kind of... These are lame, aren't they? They're very lame. Um, number seven <laughs> is you're about to take out a home loan and your lender has told you you need to pay mortgage insurance. Would this insurance protect you if you were unable to keep up with the repayments? Repayment? No, well, repayments of what? Of the, um, the, the home rent? loan. The home loan. No. Exactly. <laughs> Some people really think that. that really? Mortgage, yeah, they think mortgage insurance, in case you lose your job or get sick or something, <gasps> it's gonna, no, it doesn't. It's only going to help yeah, you in, in, in uh, debt, pay right? off the, the serious debt. Yeah. yeah. If you die, that's the point. Yeah. You have to die to win in that case. Okay. Oh. Question number eight. Adrian organizes travel insurance for his trip to Hanoi. A few years ago, he hurt his knee playing football and needed to have surgery. Does he have to tell his insurer about this? This is travel insurance. He, and he heard it while he was traveling? No, while he was playing football. Well, I don't know why would he have travel insurance then. That's the point. Yeah. The answer is uh, no. No. Because so travel insurance... Actually, it's only when you're going somewhere, isn't right. it? Right. It just protects you in From, case yeah. the, you decide. Don't you're tell not, me people think that. Too. They do. Oh my god. They do. Yes. Number nine. If you're struggling with your debts, refinancing will get you back in control. Yes or not necessarily. Yeah. Not B. Okay. That's correct. It can be a short-term fix to a long-term problem. Right. And number 10, Ugh, God. Jeff, spelled G-E-O-F-F, -F, mm -hmm. <laughs> received his bank statement in the mail and noticed he had Isn't been charged. Called Joff? I don't know. How I, I think it's Jeff. Joffrey. Um, and noticed he'd been charged account fees twice. He made a complaint to his bank, and after a month, he still hadn't heard back from them. What should Joff do? Uh. A, continue to wait for the bank's response or take his complaint to an external dispute resolution scheme. Oh, my God. I, did, I lost track of the whole question. I'm sorry. Uh, well, <laughs> what's the answer? 
I was off he's, on jobs. No, he so shouldn't just he shouldn't just sit around and wait. Obviously, <laughs> so that's right. The bank should have responded to Jeff within a reasonable time frame. External dispute resolution schemes. Hear complaints. That's kind of like our consumer affairs department. <sighs> they hear complaints for free and can be a simpler alternative to resolving disputes in course in court. So, you. Um, did well. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. I don't like that one. Can you tell when I have no interest in yes, things? Yes, I can. Just, because you I just check fade out. out. Exactly. It's like, please. <laughs> <sighs> All right. That's it. Yay. So um, one other thing I was going to talk about here because I thought it was really fun. On Wednesday of this week, I was invited to um, be a panelist for a presentation on philanthropy for the Raritan Valley Community College in New Jersey. What I forgot until I actually got there was that Somerset County, and I forget what the other one was right next door to it, are two of the wealthiest counties in the United States. Really? Yeah. Is that where Summit is in one of those? Or No. Not Summit. No. What's the place? Yeah, Summit. But what's the but place? But Bedminster, where, where okay. President Trump has the farm and all that. But that is in that whole area. Okay. And it's just amazing. When I went down there, I couldn't believe it. You can't see any of it from the road, of course, but that's by design. So on Wednesday evening, there was a president's reception. President of the college had a reception at a home in that area. And I don't even know what the name of the town was because they kind of all just blend together. But I got there relatively early, and because it's still light, I was able to see where I was going. <laughs> Thank, Thank God. God, really. <laughs> because this, it was just farm, acreage after, after yep. farm, and, and not so like little farms. I'm talking about 100-acre farms. Just mm -hmm. absolutely farm incredible. State, baby. And then as it went, farther along um we got to this area we i got to this area where there were all these incredible homes and i thought one was bigger and better than the next one till i got to the home <laughs> where we were going to and it was valet parking there had to be 50 cars outside in a cul-de-sac and i pulled into this place the valet came over took the car and uh walked into the house and uh, as i pulled up to the house, I could see it had at least four, um, I'm going to call them subsections to this house, four sections. And the garage was a three or four car garage. But the best part was the house had its own ballroom with nice. chandeliers. Love it. And a place off the garage where all the uh, caterers would just pull right in and that be there for uh it was I incredible it. it was just an incredible home and so we we were there through the evening and then left and i went back to the hotel and firmed up my speech and then the next day we went over to the college and the college is just beautiful it's relatively new um all, a lot of glass a lot of top av type stuff mm -hmm. all over the place and did a presentation there with another guy who was a wealth manager, and that was one side of the coin. The other side of the coin was the people who were in philanthropy in New Jersey. They talked about the, the history of giving in the state and um, the, the disparity between the need versus uh, the, the funding that's obviously going away day by day. So there was, it was a very interesting, well-put-together program, and I met a lot of people there that 
I really, I was inspired by. The one, the night before when we were at this home, they had a young man come up whose name is Raphael. And he was from Indonesia. And his story is, when you think about whatever you think you're going through, you think about it in the context of what he's been through, you're nothing. You're, you're just, your stuff is meaningless uh -huh. compared to what he's been through. He lived in a village that had no electricity, no running water, obviously no plumbing. And he was one of, I forget how many children. His mother and father worked in the fields and were somehow able to get $40 together to allow him to go to Jakarta, where he boarded um, a ship of some sort and slept on the floor, had nothing but slept on the floor, came to San Francisco. From San Francisco, he went to so many different cities and towns all over the country and ended up at this college where he got a full scholarship. He got um, money for him to live on. Some Somebody paid his rent, did all that kind of stuff for him. Graduated and is now in the process of getting full scholarships for two more years to the likes of Cornell and places wow. like that. He'll be an engineer. Good for him. It was wonderful. Great story. Great story. Great. Really good. Okay, well, we are next up with our guest expert, Dr. Barbara Plucknett. So you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, my name is Lynn Evans. I'm president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. I'm a fee-only financial advisor in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And our guest today, our guest expert, I should say, is Dr. Barbara Plucknett of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. Welcome, Dr. P. Good morning. How are you? Fine, Hi, thanks. Barb. Hi. What are we going to talk about today? Well, there's been a lot of controversy in the news lately about vitamin D. Yeah. So I thought we should bring it up. There was a, a quote-unquote scathing article in the New York Times earlier. Uh, that was April, and then there was a counter um, measure that came out beginning of May um, about, you know, the article in the New York Times was, why are so many people popping vitamin D? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all know as physicians, practitioners, um, healthcare providers, that vitamin D in the last 10 to 15 years has become a very hot topic. Um, whereas we never used to hear about vitamin D, we knew it existed. We didn't really ever measure it. We didn't know its significance, its value. Um, and lo and behold, at some point we understood that vitamin D deficiency uh, might actually be harming us. And so then a lot of people have gotten on the bandwagon over the years to start looking for deficiency, defining deficiency, um, and now, you know, trying to tie all these other things into what is really deficiency. So the article that uh, came out in um, April on the New York Times, um, you know, stated that, um, you know, there was all these people getting vitamin D testing, but they were asymptomatic. They didn't have thinning bones or osteoporosis. They really didn't have any symptoms, and it was simply that their physicians or their healthcare providers had decided to um, order this test. And they sampled 800,000 people in Maine, and one in five had had at least one blood test level 
for vitamin D over a three-year period. So, um, and and the the bigger you know the big brother is watching the bigger people, the healthcare companies, the insurance providers. Um, they're now declining payment for these tests because they feel that we're doing so unnecessarily. So there's really two sides of this issue. There are those of us who feel that there's value in understanding what your vitamin D level is as it it can prevent um, other things from happening to you, and we'll talk about those. Um, But there's the other side of the coin that says, well, really, vitamin D levels aren't deficient. They're normal for that range, and no one's really proven with any certainty that replacing vitamin D is preventing any of these things. So the article went on to say that, um, you know, of course, they looked at Medicare people, that the number of blood tests that had gone up for Medicare beneficiaries had increased 83-fold from the year 2000 to 2010. Yikes. Yeah, it's crazy. So, of course, now we know they don't want to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to pay for it because they can't justify that there's true um, value. And so they truly, we're finding it in our practice now. You know, we, we caution people when they're going to have a vitamin D level check to make sure they've checked with their insurance first to see that it's a covered issue. Um, and they say that, you know, we're probably causing harm. Um, medical organizations, they state, have repeatedly found there's no reason to assess vitamin D levels in healthy individuals. So healthy people, we shouldn't be looking, we should put our heads in the sand, and we shouldn't care what their vitamin D levels are. So what, what is vitamin D? Why do we worry about it? Why do we even have these conversations? So vitamin D is a hormone. It's not, um, you know, it's not a vitamin per se, but it's a hormone that that hooks up to what we call a receptor, a place that it links, and it causes other things in the body to happen. So it's it's fat soluble, and it's what we need in our body to help us absorb our calcium and our phosphorus. So of course, most importantly, the reason we need adequate vitamin D is to keep our bones strong. And we see this, especially if we've gone through menopause or man, men that have gone through andropause, they become at risk for losing some of their bone. Their bones don't stay as healthy. And, of course, we then have osteoporosis, the risk of breaking our bones, fracturing our bones, and that causes us a lot of illness. So, you know, it, it is a very important nutrient at the very basics for bone prevention. There are many, many other reported benefits of having an adequate level of vitamin D. Um, you know, it has been shown that people with low level vi- of vitamin D are, are more likely to have diabetes. They're more likely to be diagnosed with schizophrenia. Um, they're more likely to have problems with glucose metabolism, Crohn's disease, celiac disease, uh, malabsorption. Um, so there are other things that vitamin D has been shown to help. There have been studies that have looked at the fact that it can help promote an, a healthy immune system. They were trying to figure out if it was tied to multiple sclerosis in any way um, and certainly reducing inflammation. Studies have also looked at prevention of breast cancer. So a vitamin D and calcium intake can help reduce the risk of breast cancer. And there were, They looked at a grouping of 36 studies and they found that there was a 45% lower risk a breast cancer when vitamin D levels were in their highest part of the range. And so, you know, there are many studies that report a value for this. The reason vitamin D becomes tricky is it's not, the only way you get vitamin D is from sunlight, which we are now all so panicky about being out in the sun. Um, And, you know, one of the more recent articles states that we see this widespread vitamin D deficiency because we are likely to be using sunscreen or we're not outside um, or we live in the northeast of Pennsylvania where it's gray all the time 
Um, and so those become, these, this is the population we should really be looking at. So the only other place that we can get some vitamin D um, are in vitamin D supplemented supported milks or oily fish, such as salmon, mackerel, and sardines. And so some people will have a fair amount of vitamin D, but for the most, most majority, the vast majority, we really don't see that. We see that people have a vitamin D deficiency or we're at the lower end of the normal spectrum. So lab testing is the way to assess vitamin D levels. Um, the lab range is 30 to 100. It's a huge range. Yeah, wow. And so you don't want to be 31. You would prefer <laughs> to be, as I say, optimal at mid-range. We don't like anybody at the high level. We don't like anybody at the low level. We like to be in the middle, which is what we call our optimal range. And so I usually say 50, 60, sometimes even 70. Nothing, you know, higher end. We don't want 90. We don't want 100, certainly. But it takes a little bit to get into that mid-range. Um, you know, the International or the Institute of Medicine um, assigned the values of, you know, um, less than 30 was, was at risk. Um, and 30 was normal. Um, so, you know, insufficiency is defined as between 21 and 30, and deficiency is less than 20. So I don't look at it that way at all. I think that we should at least be mid-range in trying to prevent some of these other diseases that vitamin D deficiency has been shown to prevent. I have to say, Barbara, that probably it was maybe 10 years ago when I started seeing uh, a rheumatologist for what was considered to be spinal stenosis and some other arthritic conditions. That was the first time anybody ever said something to me about going to have your vitamin D tested. Mm -hmm. And I looked at them like, what are you talking about? Vitamin D? What's that got to do with anything? So when I went and had the test done, I, it did come back with a deficiency. And I was taking vitamin D tablets for probably a month. And then went back and had it done again, and, mm -hmm. and I was doing fine. I was within that mid-range. And I also felt better. Right. So I really never understood the connection between the two, nor did I ever see a physician say to me, you should go and have your vitamin D tested. So now I know that every time I go and have blood work done, they're looking for vitamin D mm -hmm. levels as well. Well, and I think that's why the insurance companies are so uptight, because, you know, they're they can't, in their mind, their studies are not pointing a finger to direct benefit. And so they don't want to spend the money on all these vitamin D tests. Whereas we know that, you know, they, the, 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 the flip, the, uh, you know, talking out of both sides of their mouth issue about this is, on one hand, they say it is very difficult to maintain an adequate vitamin D level and we all should be taking some amount of vitamin D. And that ranges from, you know, so many international units in the hundreds to, you know, so many thousands of international units. But then they turn around and they say, but, but don't worry about testing for it to see if you've actually hit that number. Just randomly take this amount of vitamin D. <laughs> Which, if, if you have any sense to you at all, you know you're not going to take something without doing a follow-up study down the road. Um, but that's exactly what they're, they're telling us now, that they're not going to pay for testing. And go ahead and just take some, because everybody's vitamin D deficient. So go ahead and take some, but we, we don't want to pay for your testing. Well, on the flip side of that, what is the um, disadvantage of taking too much? Too much, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so too much 
um, actually interferes with another hormone called parathyroid hormone, um, which is next to, it's next to the thyroid, parathyroid next to the thyroid. And it, it, it interferes with calcium. It gets the calcium to be too high. So you can't have, um, you know, interference with this parathyroid hormone. You can, you can get vitamin D toxicity. I've never seen it. Um, but it's reported to, you know, have signs of nausea, vomiting. It can interfere with your pancreas. It can cause calcium stones or uh, calcium deposits in the kidneys or calcium deposits in the vessels, blood vessels, um, a metallic taste and headache. So there, there is that reported issue that if we're constantly stimulating the vitamin D, that we can interfere with the calcium metabolism in an untoward way. Um, but that, that's rare, and you need to, you know, but you, you still need to be monitored. Yeah. So what, what's the bottom line to this for people who are concerned about this? I mean, is it that you should go and, and have the test, the blood work done, and then hope that the insurance company pays for it? Or is well, there some I, other way for us to check this out? Yeah, so I'm proactive at this point. If I know that the insurance companies are giving some patients concern, I try to tell patients to just go ahead and call because I, nobody wants a bill after the fact. If you have a, you know, if you know that your insurance company won't pay for it, at least we could try to come up with a diagnostic code that should justify it. Um, okay. You know, documented deficiency, or you know, you have some other symptom um, that we think that we could we could justify looking at this level. I do not agree with randomly taking something and that we know that there's a blood test to follow and then not doing the blood test. I, do, I don't agree with that at all. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that we we need to be, you know, knowledgeable that this is a, a, a new trend that, uh, you know, some of the societies are deciding that this isn't something that we should keep an eye on. We should just take our vitamin D and hope to God we've gotten it right. Well, Barbara, it's more that the, the incidence of this vitamin D deficiency is far greater in people who live in the northeast part of the country because we have less sunlight. Correct. High latitudes so, and cold climates. Is there some um, something in between that we can do? I mean, everybody's talking about, as you said, you know, you have all the sunscreen stuff, and that prevents, does that prevent the vitamin D from getting in through your skin? Yes, yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, the recommendation has always been, well, if you could go outside without sunscreen for 15 to 20 minutes, um, allowing yeah. as much exposure as possible, um, then you would be absorbing some of your vitamin D. And 15 or 20 minutes for most people on a normal day, not at noon, um, is not going to give you a sunburn, which is what we're all trying to prevent. Okay. So, you know, it's, again, how much skin can you expose with, and how long do you need to be out there? That is not rigorous science. Um, but if you could try to increase your intake that way, that would be a good idea. Increasing the fish, of course, you know, eating the oily-based fish is fabulous for you anyway. Um, you know, that's the anti-inflammatory way to go, getting your fish oil that way instead of taking it as a pill. So, you know, that that's a good answer also, eating salmon a couple times a week. Okay. How many times is, is okay, Barbara? For what? To eat salmon. Well, as many times as you want. If that was your only meat, you'd be far ahead of the game. But, you know, oh, eating good. it. Okay. Absolutely. Eating it, you know, three or four times a week would be a goal. Um, okay. You know, we're lucky if we, most of us eat it twice a week. <laughs> Okay, Laura, you know you know what's on the menu the next time we go out. <laughs> I That's love right. it. You know, it always is for me anyway. I love it. Yes, okay. exactly. All right, so Great. Barbara, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you if they have any questions. 
Yeah, so we're located across from Regional Hospital in Scranton. Our office phone number is 570-344-9997. We also um, can be found on the web, uh, Um, You can contact us, uh, get get your paperwork off the uh, website there, and then... You know, come on in for an appointment. Certainly, we can check your vitamin D level. Yay! Uh, we Yay. do a lot with vitamin D. I feel very strongly about you know making sure we have adequate vitamin D. I don't uh, I don't like deficiency. I like to think of prevention. Um, and I, if I can do it from diet, I certainly will. Okay. Great. All right. Okay. Thank you, Barbara. Lynn, have a good week. Everybody, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Please be safe and please be nice. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Contest. Hey.